I'm Kevin Pelton. I'm Tristan Carcino. I'm Chris Smith. And I'm Randy Cote. And we're talking taco time. Breakfast delicious. We are back and could not be more excited for this one because we are about to make our guests, our fifth talking Taco Time co-host, I should say, dream come true on this one <laughs> because uh, this is somebody whose radio show I went on back in the day, back on Cairo, 710 AM when he was on that to be the relocation expert on the Sacramento Kings moving to Seattle. Spoiler alert, didn't happen. Oh, no. Oh, I was still waiting on that. <laughs> But I'm really disappointed in our listeners because after the Seattle Met Alicia Vermillion's article on the Great Taco Time Divide, on his podcast, the podcast he co-hosts, Too Beautiful to Live, Luke Burbank talked about how it was his goal, his mission to be a guest on the Talking Taco Time podcast. And it was not until months after the fact that I came across this and realized that we needed to make this dream come true as we are right now. But the big question is, will I be invited on the Taco Time podcast at some point? Because yeah. the other thing that they talk about in this article is that there's an entire podcast dedicated to Taco Time, just started by some fans, some guys who I think do like a sports podcast as well. And then they just decided to spin it off and talk about Taco Time. And I, as I was reading it, I thought, I have one mission in life, and that is to get invited onto the Taco Time podcast. Is this really happening? <laughs> <laughs> It is I've real. been having a lot of like weird lucid dreaming lately. I've been experimenting with microdosing uh, ranch from Taco Time. And, uh, <laughs> I'm never sure what is reality and what is a dream. So it's nice to be here. It is all too real. And I, I intentionally did not have the other co-hosts listen to the episode because I want them to be kind of, you know, pleasantly surprised by your Taco Time knowledge. Uh, but it was a tour de force, uh, a true submission for actually being a co-host <laughs> of this podcast, if I do say so myself. I will tell you that I've listened to other episodes, and I know when you have a guest on, you sort of have them give you your their um, sort of like taco time resume. Yeah, And I'm always listening, being like, please, come on, guys. I mean, stop <laughs> kidding yourself. Stop kidding yourself. It's time to get Luke You're Burbank on here. You're going to ask for our talk, taco time credentials. <laughs> well, you know, let's wait till the next time you have me on for that. But for the for the time being, yes, I feel like I have really, I've been telling all my friends that I'm going to do this. And there's like two reactions. One is like, this is the perfect <laughs> opportunity for you to flex this knowledge that barely anyone cares about. And then uh, my other friends are like, how did we not think of this as a show idea? Like, we're all obsessed with taco time. Do you guys get that a lot? Actually, that's the first time we've gotten. I've got to <laughs> say, but maybe I just yeah. hang out with too many podcasters. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why Very didn't we awesome. think of this? It's such a good idea for a show. That comment would come from our first guest slash co-host that has a Wikipedia page, right? Like that's on the level uh, that we're talking about. I think here, <laughs> I got that page back when you could actually submit your own Wikipedia page, and they didn't figure it out. I think if I was trying to do it now. It'd, They'd figure out that somebody named Buke Lurbank is really updating a lot of the details <laughs> on this guy's bio. Oh, that was a favorite Bill Barnwell series of tweets back when Twitter was a thing. Uh, Wikipedia entries clearly authored by the subject. <laughs> it's usually like the person who played bass on like a particular album by like, I don't know, um, 
like uh, uh, some incarnation of uh, Twisted Sister. You'll be like, for some reason, reading the Twisted Sister Wikipedia page, and they'll be talking about like a track off of a recent record, and then it'll just, track eight will be like, with bass played by Ronnie Johnson, and you're like, that was definitely Ronnie Johnson. <laughs> no one was asking about who played bass on that track. They, they don't let me uh, change anything on Wikipedia anymore because I kept changing the 49ers stadium to the field of tight jeans. <laughs> Okay, but speaking of credentials, let's start from the <laughs> beginning here, Luke, because your relationship with Taco Time is a familial one, in a sense. Yeah, it is. My dad, Walt Burbank, uh, was the original, I guess you would say, sign maker, sign painter for Taco Time. Oh, so man. Back in the in the early 80s, my dad had this little sign company called Signworks. It was down in the International District of Seattle. And uh, some guy walked in and was like, I have these these Mexican restaurants and I need to get some menu boards designed. Do you have any ideas? And my dad kind of like, you know, sketched out this little thing involving these like formica, like the thing that, you know, might like a countertop might be made of these like formica ovals with like vine, like little sticky letters on them uh, that would say like casita burrito or whatever. And then uh, a little, a little circle that would be Velcroed on next to the casita burrito thing that would be the price so that they could change the prices, but they didn't have to change out. So part, the, the ingredients were like permanently part of this menu board, but then the prices could be changed out. And I guess they liked it, uh, the idea. So my dad started, and my, it was just like my dad. It's just one guy, but he started doing all of the menu boards for all the taco times in, in Washington. And he would um, sometimes bring me along, and it would be like amazing because I would be in the taco time before it was open. It'd be like 8.30, and they'd be like, sauteing up giant cauldrons of like beef and like <laughs> mixing the ranch dressing and everything. And I thought it was super cool. Uh, so I kind of got, I, I sort of started to enjoy the food, but then when it really took off for me was, um, they, uh, would somehow they would give my dad these like not coupon books, but like a little booklet that just each page was like a free something from taco time. Like you didn't have to buy anything. It was just like free, you know, soft taco meal or whatever. And my dad had like a lot of these, these freebie books. I think he probably had them in his closet or something. You know, like every dad had some part of his room that you were not supposed to go in for like various <laughs> reasons. And it was the first place you went, like when your dad left oh. the house, <laughs> just like oh, rifling yeah. through stuff. Um, I think I found some of these like booklets. And so I, I had a car, <laughs> I put them in my, my little Honda Civic. And I remember like leaving basketball practice from North Seattle Christian high school and going up to the taco time on Aurora, the one that's by where Aurora Plumbing uh, maybe still is, like with the big plunger for a sign, like Aurora Plumbing. And I would like be sitting in my car, just eating, like eating all this free taco time food, still in my like practice uniform. And to this day, that experience of kind of like autonomy as a as a kind of becoming an adult human, and also the deliciousness of free taco time, like it really made an impact on me. It's probably like top five experiences of my life. And I've had some okay experiences, so it um, it's been a huge. And then when I've lived in other places, uh, I have obsessed over where the closest taco time might be. When I moved to L.A., not known for its Mexican food, by the way, L.A. famously like a very <laughs> horrible, just <laughs> extremely beige, very bland city. Uh, Mexican food desert. It, precisely. I remember moving down there and being like, there's got to be a taco time. So I got on some website and found what I now understand to be a taco time international, mm -hmm. which was uh, listed as being in Barstow, California. 
which is about midway through, uh, midway between like LA and Vegas. And I remember essentially booking a trip to Las Vegas, a drive to Las Vegas, about 50% of it being, I can stop at the taco time in Barstow. And when I got there after like a two hour drive, I realized it was just part of this gas station. And it was, you know, one of these weird off brand taco times. I have the name taco time, but don't have any of the things that we all love about this place. And I was so, was so devastated. I was like standing in the desert as like a tumbleweed blew by and my dreams like died because I was not going to have a chicken soft taco that day. Weirdly too uh, appropriate a place for a taco time compared to the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, a lot. it makes a lot more sense than Woodenville. <laughs> yeah, a saguaro cactus looks much more in place in Barstow than in Kenmore, right? Like... <laughs> So how long did your dad make the signs for taco time? Was it, was this an extended period of time? Yeah, it was, a, it was, a, I probably, I'd say 15 or 20 years. It was his big account. Damn. Like the two things that my dad, well, there's three things that my dad uh, did as a sign painter that I was always very proud of. And uh, one was he did the taco time signs. Two was, um, he painted, you know, on Roosevelt, that bar called Teddy's that has like a caricature of Teddy Roosevelt. He made that one. That's awesome. Uh, which okay. I thought was pretty boss. And then uh, he also painted the giant eagle inside the Seattle Pacific University gym. These oh, are, wow. These are his big claims cool. to fame. But like Taco Time was funding. I'm one of seven kids, right? My dad had a very small business. The majority of the business was Taco Time. So we were all living and dying by like, is Matt Tonkin or uh, somebody <laughs> from the Love family? Like I know the I know the main franchise players in this game because it would be like, if my dad came home was like Matt Tonkin was really mad at me today, I was like, okay, we're screwed. Like <laughs> most of this family's income is related to the good graces of various Taco Time franchi- franchisees. So uh, he had the gig for a, a pretty long time, fifteen years or so, and then eventually what they did was they figured out that they could just hire one person who worked for Taco Time to do all of this signage. What's interesting now is that like if you go into a Taco Time, they don't do any of that stuff like it's it's all a big printout and then it's all digital so it's like you know the march of time was going to leave walt b in the dust at some point <laughs> it just happened sooner than any of us hoped <laughs> yeah he got out in time man mm-hmm. I, it also may have been trouble in his for his career if he painted an eagle in the spu gym since they are in fact the falcons yes oh okay <laughs> it was a bird it was, oh, i think it was a seahawk or something i don't i'm not i'm not good on details i'm still this impressed is, with, with the teddy roosevelt as well like that is iconic yes. iconic I, artwork right? it's still there yeah i was really proud of that because um I, like you know my dad was just like a working sign painter mostly what he did would be like putting the letters on something that said clearance seven foot 11 like uh-huh. very unsexy <laughs> but necessary informational stuff that would just go on things you couldn't really yeah. point to that and go yeah that's my cpac realty coming soon <laughs> retail space available like i wasn't allowed to brag on but that teddy sign i was like that's pretty dope actually He's, does he still have uh like any taco time artwork um no but I was at my parents' house recently, and in my dad's shop was the original Teddy sign because he redid it at some point. So I got the original one. It's here in my studio where oh, I'm yeah. talking to you from, and I'm trying to figure out how to exactly display it. It's also massive. What you don't realize about an outdoor sign. Oh, you, yeah. Like, you know, you're drunk, and you see, like, a thing, like, like we should steal that. And then yeah, you get it inside your house. You're like, what the fuck? This is massive. So... <laughs> 
you, one of the things you mentioned on Too Beautiful to Live talking about the taco time divide is one of the photos in that story featured one of your dad's signs. Yes. That he didn't even recognize it when he read the story. Did he, did he recognize it? I think it was the Taco the Time HQ, right? It was, I just recognized it because, I mean, boy, little did my, my dad's actually helping me remodel my house. He's in my house right now. And he had said to me, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go do this Taco Time podcast. He goes, I should come with you. And I was like, you probably shouldn't. But, um, no, but, get him um, in here. <laughs> uh, I gave you guys the best bits. Believe me, I know this guy. You're getting the <laughs> you're getting the sparks notes. Oh, wow. Getting the sparks notes, and it's good for everybody. But um, uh, yeah, there was a certain style of lettering that he would do a lot that I would just see because I would, you know, he had this little sign shop on Aurora Avenue um, that I would hang out in, and um, I noticed in that the 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 article that let me know about your fine podcast um, that there was one of the photos. It featured some lettering that I had definitely seen around his shop. And so it turned out that that was something he had done many, many years ago. All right, let's dig into this closest taco time locations, because I think this is an important thing. It's important enough, at least at the very least, when the Seattle Times wrote about you moving back to Seattle after a stint <laughs> in New York at NPR, one of the quotes in here, I'm so excited to be near a taco time again. <laughs> Also, and as a former employee of Dick's, I'll be spending more time there, too. I mean, we don't have the Dick's spinoff podcast, but I do think we probably need to go down that path a little bit. I mean, I feel like they're kind of they're sort of um, sort of cousins in my mind in terms of like iconic Northwest, you know, restaurants that like if you know, you know, if you grew up going to them and you've got your thing that you like to order and you've got your stories. I used to work at the Dick's on Lake City Way uh, when I was in high school. And um, one time. There was a, a lot of the guys that played Ferris Husky sports were in some kind of apartment building that was kind of nearish where this Dix was. And one of the Huskies, I actually fortunately forget who it was, so I can't like actually get in trouble by naming them. But one of these Huskies, <laughs> it was like 1130 at night or sorry, 130 in the morning it was right before closing. And he wanted some ketchup. And I was like, well, actually, ketchup is five cents. <laughs> And he was like, what do you mean? And I was oh, no. like, and then I just tried to get into like a sort of an economics argument. I was like, well, cause think about it. If you go to McDonald's, even if you don't want ketchup, you're paying for it, man. But here we don't charge you for anything unless you actually want it. This was not really getting through <laughs> to this guy at one thirty where he tried to come through the window and get me and his shoulder caught on the glass opening and it cracked the window all the way up. And they had to close the entire dicks on Lake City Way the next day, which I believe was like a Saturday or Sunday, which would have been oh, a no. lot of money lost because of some husky basketball player lunging at me because I wanted to charge him for ketchup. So all that is to say, I feel like dicks and Taco Time are both pretty mythical in the minds of those of us who grew up in the <laughs> Northwest. They're charging for ranch now also at Taco Time. So it feels that's a back and forth, you know, the they've gone cents. from... Not charging, charging, not charging, charging. You know, I don't know. Can can I ask? And I and I know this is I'm sure been addressed in previous episodes, but like I'm wondering what y'all's relationship to uh, ranch uh, at part, as part of Taco Time is in terms of do you get sides of it? What do you like to dip in it? What? How do you all utilize it? Because I always get two things of ranch because I want it so badly, and then I get I. Barely get through one of the things, if that, because it's so delicious and rich. Even if I'm di dipping every, um, did they change the name? Is it not uh, Mexi Fry anymore? Potato fries, yes. <laughs> on, on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. Mexi fries. Let's go, Brandon. Um, I, uh, I, 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 <laughs> I saw. I was at. Wow. I was at wow. ha the Habitat for Humanity where I live. I live in like rural Southern Washington now. 
Um, and I was at the Habitat for Humanity, which is like the place where, you know, they sort of reclaim stuff from people's homes and then resell it. And it's actually a really good thing and it helps a lot of people. And I was walking in there and somebody who clearly like worked there had a Habitat for Humanity bumper sticker, which I was like, cool. And then underneath they said, I'll fight socialism until hell freezes over and then I'll fight it on the ice. And I just thought, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Habitat for Humanity is a fairly, it's a fairly liberal operation if you think about it. Okay. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> if there's nobody left fighting <laughs> socialism, then I am dead. I, I admire your being willing to bite off more than you can chew with ranch as well. Getting two of them. For me, mm -hmm. it's all about, we've talked about this a little bit, but it's about the hot sauce yeah. and ranch combo together. If you can mix those two things, you have the perfect condiment. Dude, I get extra everything every time because I'm going to put it on something else too, you know, later. <laughs> Nobody else had any notes on that either. We were all just like, yep, ranch and hot yeah. sauce. <laughs> that's the move. That's the move. Yeah. Yep, nope, that's the play. Yeah, it goes in the ranch and then in the hot sauce and then in your mouth if if you're not mixing them together. I have so many ranches in my refrigerator right now, by the way, which is I have this crazy thing going on in my house where I bought this old 1930s house and then decided to basically gut renovate it, mostly myself, which I don't really know how to do this. The one thing that exists in the main floor of the house is just a refrigerator that's plugged into an extension cord. That's it. That's all the furniture. And if you open it, it's 60% taco time, taco time ranch, ranch dressing, unconsumed taco, because I always get it when I'm there. I want to tell you that I live driving distance from the southernmost taco time Northwest in America, <laughs> nay, yeah. the world. There we go. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going <laughs> to say it's why I moved here, but it did not hurt that I knew I was going to be close to a legit talk. Which time. location is that, Randy? Randy's taking notes. That would be the Kelso <laughs> taco <laughs> time. It's got a it's got a really cool Mediterranean kind of Mama mm -hmm. Mia vibe about it. Um, some really unique light fixtures, and probably the nice nicest taco time bathroom in the wow. system, if I do say so myself. Wow. Um, it's got like outdoor, it's got outdoor sconces of light and hanging flower <laughs> baskets. Like it, like truly Luke has moved to like taco time paradise. Yeah. Okay? Taco like, time Shangri-La <laughs> sconces. Yes, truly. Is this your area of expertise? Are you guys like the expendables and you're the demolitions expert, except Correct. it's knowing taco time uh, sort of de design. I am the location expert because i been to I've been to every single taco time in my official quest to visit all 79. I've been to 78 of the 79. I I, I have higher standards than um, I have high standards for myself. But yeah, I have geographic extremes is kind of a category. And Kelso famously this this, this was in the Seattle Met article, right? I believe I believe this was mentioned, right? You're like you're you're sort of like complete your completism on this. Yes, truly, yeah. You also may have read about Randy in Seattle <laughs> Eater as well. He's been featured everywhere or, or in his quest. <laughs> or seen the Real media commercial that he was in with this little map. You know, oh, yeah. I oh, Yes, okay, that's that's also probably where, where I saw that from. Although, you know, I have to say down here in the in the extreme south of the taco time of, of, of taco time landia, I feel like 
people don't really know. I mean, yeah, people go there, but it's like if you grow up in the greater Seattle area where there's a, just a variety of taco times around, I feel like it's a thing people are aware of. But when you're down here, it's literally like it's an outpost. And so it's like people don't talk about it as much as I would like them to be talking about it. Really? And I feel like they would talk about it more because it's like the central hub. It's the only place to go as far <laughs> as I understand Kelso Longview, right? Well, it is. A, it shares a parking lot with Wilco, which is not <laughs> yeah. just a band for dads yeah, my I've age. I've always now, wondered say. what the Wilco was. <laughs> the Just, Wilco is like a. It's like a Home Depot. It's more like this. It's more like an Ace Hardware, where I am hoping that the young women who work at the register think it's possible that I have a ranch. <laughs> it's like half of it's like horse. You stuff. have a ton of ranch <laughs> in your fridge. I know exactly. <laughs> Precisely. I just. I'm hoping they think that I'm just like one of those handsome. Kevin Costner from Yellowstone <laughs> types because it's like everyone who works there is working there just to get horse feed <laughs> like to feed their horse that they have that's like overly expensive it's a it's I actually kind of love it but it's one of the many things about small town life where I am deeply aware of how kind of out of place I am and all I'm trying to do is is not um, draw any undue attention to myself and like, you know, just kind of sort of fit in and and maybe even be mistaken for a local. That's like, my, it never works. It never works, but it's <laughs> I, kind I of would, my I would my just dream. feed my Best horses case taco burgers. Uh, <laughs> I, please tell me there was an entire episode on that oh, abomination. Whoa. Abomination? Hot wow. take. Uh -oh, uh -oh. Shots fired, boys. Hot Let's take. hear it. <laughs> well, I felt like, here's the thing. I feel like it had some structural integrity issues i.e. it eventually disintegrates into a, a taco salad of sorts with some bun. Maybe I just got unlucky. Maybe my, the meat was just too loose. But like it wasn't something that you could really, in my experience, eat like you might eat a burger. And the thing about taco time, and again, I love it so much, but if you take the basic ingredients of taco time, it's, you know, we're dealing with like three or four different substrates, and you kind of throw them together in a thing, uh, they all kind of start to taste like versions of the same thing. And I feel like it disintegrated on me. And then I was eating essentially like a taco salad from taco time, which I'm not mad at. Wouldn't kick it out of bed for eating crackers, but it just wasn't like, I was pretty hyped about that burger. You all liked it, I guess. Oh yeah. Some of us call that a feature that you get two different aspects of it. You get the burger oh. part and then you get the leftovers. Eat but, it with a fork. And the hack amazing. we tried was adding point. beans to it because the beans kind of glued the meat in place a little bit. Oh yeah, yes. that it worked agent. pretty good. That's smart. You know what? That's really smart. So beans plus the beef, or just yep. beans plus the beef. You know what? You know what else? I think probably was going on for me. I um, and this is why I'll never fit in <laughs> at the Wilco in Kelso, Washington. <laughs> I'm I'm basically a vegetarian. I, I I eat meat maybe two or three times a year, and I was so excited about this taco burger that I like ordered one and like generally i don't eat a lot of ground beef and i was like so this was like i was using up my like one foray into ground beef for the year and so it was like there was a lot riding on that taco burger for me so it was almost <laughs> it was unrealistic expectations yeah just the pinto bean one was it, it was good too i might fuck with that sorry Go do we it. not do we swear do you have a, an, a, a explicit rating on this podcast <laughs> so let's earn it oh yeah okay. <laughs> i'm two there club you. soda and bitters in boys you don't <laughs> like know what i'm gonna say after dark we already did that one uh, <laughs> but i think to come back to your ranch and hot sauce question randy something you mentioned you don't i don't know if you do this chris but you don't mix them intentionally 
It's about dipping one in one and then the other in the other and them accidentally becoming one perfect sauce. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, I fuck with that. I, I think back in the time when there was the pump of hot sauce at taco time, mm-hmm. I would definitely like dip a few ranch only items and then just go back and fill the rest with hot sauce um, and try to get the little stir going on. But yeah, especially in the world that we live in now, it's all about the. I mean, the I might dunk. do that at home with like some leftover shit that I'm eating with something else. I'll like mix it together, eat some fucking frozen taquitos or something. But uh, yeah, usually when we're eating the food, it's like dip one, dip the other. And then I have to remember to not put ranch on my soft taco because it already has some in there. Oh, I'll double it up. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. all the ranch possible. Have you all perfected Have you perfected how to eat? Particularly, um, it would be like a, like a soft beef burrito if you mess with that. Back in my more carnivorous days, I would eat a lot. I used to live in Mount Baker, that neighborhood of Seattle, which is kind of like a little bit south of I-90. And I worked up in Eastlake at that radio station, Cairo. And I would get done with my radio job and I would race home because I had to do this, the podcast that I do. And I would stop at the taco time on Rainier and I would get a soft beef burrito and I'd be eating it as I was driving home. And you have to create basically a vacuum when you're eating it. As you take a bite, you have to gently inhale to keep all of the contents from leaking out the back of the burrito and it's a it's a whole move, but uh, if you if you've perfected it, it's like you can just eat an unlimited <laughs> amount of soft burritos uh, and with no mess and 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 no fuss, just creating a little bit of reverse pressure as you as you horf that thing down, speeding down Rainier. No, just like I never eat Taco Time like while driving because I just oh, man. I need to do I need to do mm. too many things. Like I need to lay it out. I need to get the ranch, the hot mm. sauce out. We got the mm-hmm. fries. We're and you know we're taking a bite of this. We're taking a bite of that. I can't. I mean, I would just sit in my car in the you know yeah. after if I could only go through the drive-through or something like that. But I mean, the only item that I eat on truly on the go and it's seasonal is the coconut oh, shrimp shit. soft taco. Like that has everything in it. That there's no editing, right? You're not adding <laughs> hot sauce. You're not adding ranch. It's just like been perfectly designed to be consumed. And it, and it's the contents. There's no like beans or things that you need <laughs> reverse pressure. I like how Luke kept on trying trying to avoid the word <laughs> suck of like gently inhale. But it's like right, it's 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 loose items. It, it's all got some structural integrity, um, and it's easy to eat on the go. But besides that, I'm kind of on Chris. Yeah, Chris burrito. You just do a dip, munch dip, on the way. Chop right down. Yeah. Yeah, but where am I dipping it? Where are these hot sauces you just on the hold dash? The hot sauce. You oh, hold come on. Sauce. I got to have a hand on the wheel, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will admit that m- many of these journeys, even now when I go to the taco time that's near me, listen, y'all, my plan yeah. is to get home and eat it. That's my plan. I cannot <laughs> hold to that plan. <laughs> Because I'm starving and I'm on Interstate Five, and I'm just like I've now taken to sometimes ordering two entire meals. So like I eat one in the car, and then I park in my driveway, and then I hate myself for probably 1.5 hours. And I think, what's wrong with you, bro? You just ordered a two entire Mexi meals, and then about an hour and a half later, yeah. I'm like, I could really go for that second one. There's nothing wrong with that. I order house. at least two meals worth of food every time I go there. 
And either, you know, it might be. Okay. You are this. You yeah. are this I feel so seen with you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You are in such a safe space. I mean, Chris is the king of air frying the second meal at home to get the crispiness Smart. back. Smart. And like revive. I mean, I put like, I put the Mexican fries in there as soon as I get home because I mean those don't you know last very long and it might be a mm-hmm. it's like five minutes to my house from taco time but boom throw those in the air fryer right away then you start getting down to business on the other thing those pop up you're like halfway through the meal fresh hot yeah chris's expendable skill is having worked at taco time two different times <laughs> decade, like a decade apart <laughs> it's still yeah. unclear what our expendable skills are um have you have have you talked my my buddy roden just texted me the other day by the way he didn't realize i was going to be coming on a podcast about taco time but this just tells you like my friend group he texted a bunch of us this photo from i think the edmonds taco time where they're selling the like to go crisp burrito or the like you know cook at home i this has probably been two and a half episodes of your show but what do we all make of that yeah the take and bake shit they they were good yeah we did a taste test i think oh, nice. we we had varying opinions um i i thought it was like a 8 out of 10 um yeah, I, I I would I would do it again. I have frozen my own at home because coworkers accidentally bought too much taco time for my birthday, and I went home <laughs> with eighteen crisp burritos um, that I needed to do something with. So I cut them into quarters and froze them, and they became little little snacks later on. But it, not the very different experiences the take and bake. Well, I also love the people accounting for your birthday, Randy. They're like jotting it down. They're like, Randy's going to need probably 20 crisp burritos <laughs> on his own. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, they did a whole spread for the whole office. And I, I think I may have mentioned this, but if not, they, they, they did a pretty good job. It was just like rows of chicken soft tacos, tons of crisp burritos of all kinds, crisp tacos, ton of Mexi fries. And then they had every single sauce that taco sauce and salsa that taco time makes and not a single thing of hot sauce. They had, they had corn salsa, jalapenos, ranch, sour cream, thousand Island dressing, cilantro, lime dressing, no hot sauce. I know. And this was anyway, these people, these people keep learning their lessons. They've been called out on this podcast multiple times. Yes, all the time. I'm down to tell it every fucking episode because it, it's so fucked up. Oh, that you, don't, to the core. you don't have the hot sauce there. Oh, which we I don't know if we mentioned before. Tristan had the bottle of hot sauce that you could oh, buy yeah. and I get. I still have that actually. And I and I was supposed to take it home, but I left it in his car. And then he sent me a picture. I think the next day of him. I used it immediately. Food. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's reactions are giving me so much life here. I'm I'm enjoying it immensely. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, like this this is these are the conversations that me and my friends legitimately have. I, I would say thirty percent of our conversations are related to Taco Time. Like it's really it's so it's so fun to be actually doing this as part of a real project with a bunch of people who obsess on this. Maybe even more than me. And I really thought that I was kind of in the top one percent of people who cared about this so yes i'm delighted by this whole conversation i, I think if there was a like interview process to be a, a like in fully in one of my questions would be do people text you about what they should get at taco time because that is an experience that the four of us have quite often of like someone 
hasn't had it in a long time or they're rediscovering it. And you just get a text out of the blue that says, Hey, I'm going to taco time. What should I get? It's like, I don't know. Does, does this happen <laughs> yeah. to you on a ongoing um, basis? I'm so, going to start it, once this gets yeah. out. Yeah. What happens with my podcast, what happens with my podcast that's kind of interesting. And I actually take it as a really, really sweet thing is because like I'm associated with, I used to be associated with Seattle when I lived there. Now I live kind of closer to Portland. Our listeners will often email me a question of like, where, like, what time does this close in Portland? <laughs> or like, and I'm always like, I uh-huh. yeah, definitely think that's Googleable. But, you know, but again, it's sweet because I think it means that people who listen to the shows that I do are kind of feel like, hey, this is my buddy. And I could ask them a question that I would just ask anybody who lives near there. Um, and so now I think it will probably start to become taco time orders. But this is the thing. And this is where I'm really studying at the feet of you all recognized masters of the form because I'm very ritualistic about what I order at taco time. Randy, when I heard you talking about the Calypso shrimp, I mean, honestly, what, what sorcery is that? Like I just get the same, like two or three things always because that part of, for me, what I love about taco time is it, it's so comforting to me because I know exactly what I'm going to get. And it, it's like, I'm going for a nostalgia play with it, but, but not in a like ironic way, like, Hey, this is so bad. It's good. It's legitimately so good. But like, I don't, I'm the, I am so locked into my little small world of that taco time menu, probably things that were in those original coupon books I stole <laughs> from my dad's closet. That's what I've stayed with. I have, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed, but I've really not branched out with that menu. I think I'm the outlier here. I think we, uh, uh, this Alicia Vermillion might've asked us about this. I'm much more of the, like I get something different basically almost every time I really sort of hit the different corners of the menu. I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong guys, most everyone else has their sort of go-tos and I think everyone enjoys the seasonal or the, the special things, but like, yeah, I really play. I, may, the field, I, so I to used speak. to be super <laughs> routine. Like I would, all, I would get chicken soft taco, crispy burrito, like forever. And even when I was working there back in the day, like I ate a chicken soft taco like every day, but uh, now, you know, I'll get crisp beef burrito or next time it'll be chicken or whatever, but I'll, I'll get a lot more like Baja tacos and Chris tacos now too. So, you know, get some chowder. So I'm definitely spread it out there. I'd say I've mixed it up way more since we started doing this podcast. Like I had my usual, like my go-to before that, but now that we talk about all these different things, I want to, you know, experiment a little bit more and, and see what everyone else is talking about. Have you all noticed a trend or is this just happening? I keep talking about this Kelso taco time, but there's oh, also yeah. a Longview Washington. Taco Randy's time. very disappointed. Randy knows what's what's well. up with the Longview, Randy? Oh no, no, it's you know it's good. It's it's and it's down the same exit off of I five. They're five minutes That's away crazy. from each other. Um, yeah, yeah. I was there with my dad two days ago because he's here helping me work on my house and. And we sat in the taco time. Which, by the way, that's uh, there's a couple things about that taco time that are unique. One is. The, at least the table we were at was like, was like dedicated <laughs> to Patty Johnson. Is that like, did you notice um, that, Randy? Yes. Hold on. I'm feverishly going into my spreadsheet, spreadsheet. <laughs> um, to go to the, well, the other thing that I remember. That... It's like a bar. Like I have a, I have a thing at one of the stools in the Baranoff. This is Luke Burbank, professional drinker that I bought one time. I put it on my tab. It was like an extra $150 on my bar tab. They have that at the Longview. Like this guy ate so we, many tacos. He's we, got a booth dedicated we, so to we, it. When we went, we sat at that same table um and yeah the plaque says our papa larry 1929 oh. to 2018 
his favorite coffee spot and then a little coffee cup emoji. Yeah, that was. And so it was like for (laughs) more questions (laughs) than answers on this one for me. Like, did it used to be some sort of like diner and then it became a taco? I can tell you. Here's what happens. And you, you all know this. There is a certain (laughs) there is a point that a man hits. There's an age that a man hits where all he wants to do is he's retired, by the way, at this point. He just wants to get up at five in the morning and drink black coffee in a place where the thing (laughs) they do the least well is black coffee and talk to like two other dudes his age. It's like it's like the lobby (laughs) of the Home Depot or some shit. Just a taco time. Sure. Why not? Like there is a point at which black coffee is what keeps you alive and saying almost nothing to two other guys, but it being it's your so morning true. Like, ritual. When I worked at the mall, South Center Mall taco <laughs> time, like, the, you know, the mall opens at whatever, 10 in the morning. So you're like open at 10. Not many people are wanting to eat taco time just yet. But there, yeah, there would always be old people coming to get coffee. We had coffee going. Just like some shit coffee. I will say the the thing that freaked me out when we saw it though, especially because it was like this guy's clearly clearly lived to be, you know, ninety years old and is <laughs> dead. Um, and it said, you know, our Papa Larry, the the guy from the Taco Time Superfan commercial who claimed the secret to his youth was um, drinking a cup of Taco Time hot sauce every day. His name was what? Larry. So when we sat down and I I'm saw the this. plaque and it was like, Larry's dead. I needed to look at the, the date. And I was like, oh, thank God, 2018. I met this man in yeah. 2021. So unless we're having some sort of paranormal activity situation. But anyway, yeah, these Larry's are kindred spirits, I think. The thing that I was wondering, though, that I noticed in this <laughs> particular Longview Taco Time was they've now taken out the oh like, yeah that's everywhere soda machine that had the the good ice is this a trend is this did we did we fly too high on borrowed wings with those with those things where you could make some cherry mm-hmm. coke zero vanilla sin against nature with the good ice because the problem is the new machine Wait, doesn't have oh the really good ice. the ice everywhere I go whoa has, whoa whoa it's whoa, got whoa, regular whoa. ass this ice is bad this is bad yeah. yeah. Wow, <laughs> talking to you, Longview Taco. We still got the regular ice, but I do make it miss making like a Dr Pepper okay. with a cherry mellow yellow, or vice versa. You know, were they like hemorrhaging money on those machines? Like, why did they put them in and take them out? Well, COVID, didn't, nobody's going in and making their own drink anymore for like two years, so they just got rid of all of them. Oh, good point. Yeah, they're down. Yeah, mo- I, I haven't seen one in a in a minute. Really? I guess I wasn't tracking. Normal locations, there's still the taco time ice, right? Yeah, as far as I know. Okay. I think I'm I'm wondering also if the um ice I was about to apologize for getting into the weeds on it, but then I realized <laughs> that's the point of no, this no, podcast. No, no. <laughs> like that's what we're here to do, guys. But like I bet you if you go through the drive through of that particular one I'm talking about. Papa Pete's taco time, as we call it. If you go through the drive-through, I bet you get what we consider the normal ice. I I wonder if it's just the machine that was available, like in the lobby when you're doing your own, that has some bunk ass, like you know, non-soft ice pellet ice. This is astonishing. We'll have to do more research into this one. Maybe the long I'll, me- I'll meet you all at the taco time in Longview. <laughs> yeah. Wait, kinda... Does Kel- does Kelso have the good ice then, or? 
Um, every time I've been through the drive-through, see the difference is I haven't been into the I haven't dined in at the Kelso one in a long time, maybe ever actually. I only dined in at the Longview one because my dad was like, like, was like, what are you talking about? We're gonna drive with this? He's like, we're sitting down and we're we're eating this. He's like, right, like though. No, he was not wrong, and you know, there's I still have lessons to learn at age forty-seven. <laughs> do you use the app then, or no? No, I don't do any. I I feel per, I'm personally offended when a restaurant <laughs> asks me if I'm going to order on the app. I that's violence as far as, and I don't know why. I don't have a good. I can't make a strong argument for this, but when they're like, "Will you be using the McDonald's app?" I'm like, "No." I don't know why. Oh, no one at Taco Time. If you order in person. I don't think anyone's asking you. No, they don't. They if don't. If you're going to use the app, it's almost when you use it in person, it's more of an it's an inconvenience to them to use the app when you do it in person. I find like it's all about the ordering ahead and the customization and the free taco time. I also think the taco time. Can we can we sort of agree that probably of fairly large scale operations in the Northwest, taco time has the best employee training in terms of customer service experience. I can't think of another place in any way similar to it where you encounter as many people that work for the place who are often young people who are just really friendly and, and stoked to be there. It just seems, it feels <laughs> like a good vibe. And some of the folks that are maybe more middle-aged or even older are also stoked to be there. I just feel like the, the vibes are immaculate taco mm -hmm. time from just a, and that's the kind of thing that you can tell is not just they got lucky and hired nice people. It's like, that's a, that's some kind of like taco time, Northwest corporate tradition being passed down of like, Hey, we're going to, have this is gonna be a nice place to work and also you're gonna be nice to the customers i feel like dicks is in the ballpark oh for sure but there was a lot more franchises mm -hmm. with taco time back in the day too and then now i know for sure they have a much more like you know when i worked there before back in the day i became an assistant manager but there was nothing like official i had to do it's just like he gets to count some money now and you know it could <laughs> be here by himself or whatever but then uh yeah later when they wanted me to do it again, they have like a whole binder of shit and you got to go through, you know, all this, you know, more corporate uh, shit. So that I think that definitely helps because I worked with a ton of people that were you would never say anything like that about them for sure. Really? <laughs> How interesting. Yeah. Maybe I, I like page three of the book was like. If you see this Walt Burbank guy, don't let him. He doesn't do the signs anymore. Keeps coming trying to change the prices on the Casita burrito, and um, he's been he's been eighty sixth from the property. All right, we've been dancing around this. Look, what is your go to taco time order? Well, um, I wish this was uh, sexier, but I will go a number three soft taco. I get a bean soft taco because of generally swerving on the meat stuff, but I get light on the pinto beans mm -hmm. because if you don't do that, I find the amount of pinto bean to be uh, a little more than I need. Uh, and I will sometimes, if I'm feeling flirty, I might go extra ranch on that. Uh, and I, I, I go into every transaction thinking i'm not gonna grande sizes i'm not gonna ma whatever they call it now i'm not gonna get the largest large they do and then i always do so i just have like a bucket of mexi fries a, a gigantic soda and i'm just like one handing i'm just deep throating uh number three soft tacos i'm cruising down 
the uh, the highway. So, do you get any other extra items like a crisp burrito? Or... Yes, I'll get a bean. I'll get a crisp okay, bean I was burrito. Say, there has to be a crisp burrito in there too, right? Yeah, okay. always. Thank I mean, you. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, no, I'm not insane. Uh, definitely crisp, a uh, crisp bean burrito. I messed with that corn chowder the other day, which was tasty. Um, I'm trying to think. Sometimes I'll do. Um, I, I should know the name exactly, but I do like those platters. You know, that'll have the like. Yeah have like a little one of everything. Sometimes uh, sometimes I will order that as the extra to the thing I'm already ordering. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I have, <laughs> without meaning to, and I, this is no, I mean, inflation is what it is. This is no slam on Taco Time Northwest. But I have gotten to the register and realized I spent like $40. Yeah, every time. Every time. <laughs> like for l- like lunch slash dinner slash tomorrow. Like I didn't, I didn't set out to spend $40 at this Taco Time. It was the Mexi platter back in the day. It has also changed names like the Mexi fries and is now the Fiesta platter. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Should we get into the the corn chowder here? Who who else? I was going to say more on that. Yeah, I got it with chicken. I had it accidentally on the first day on the way back from a doctor's appointment, where all I wanted was soup from somewhere, and I saw that it was day one. And I was like, "It's written in the stars. <laughs> it's happening." It, and it was it was deli- even on day one, they nailed it with right chicken or not, Randy. I'm a I'm a no chicken on that one because I'm gonna get other yeah, know, yeah, yeah stuff. It was a little mine was mine was was good. It was a little sweet maybe. I'm it's probably in the name. It's probably called like there's probably sweet right on there, and I saw it and didn't realize <laughs> it. But like I mean, it was good. It was good. But like um yeah, again, I I wish that I part of it is because of my now my like dietary bullshit. This is what happened, y'all. I was, this was about three months ago. I was already, for a long time, I've been pretty, pretty light on my meat eating, but I was driving down the freeway, not far from here. There's a foster farms, like processing thing kind of near me, not to brag that tells you I live in a good neighborhood. (laughs) And um, like, uh, and I was driving on the road and one of those trucks was going past me that has like 8,000. It's just, you know, it's one of those chicken trucks because there's like feathers are coming out of it from the cages. And I looked over, and I swear to God, a chicken looked into my soul, like stared, just mean mugged me for like, I don't know, maybe 13 seconds on I-5. And I was just like, oh, you got me, bro. Like, you're going to end up a McNugget, but you made an impression on me. (laughs) So I've been really, I've been really, I've been really grappling with that stuff lately. So that means there's a fairly small part of the taco time menu that I really go for most of the time. Well, they should be, we should be, they should be getting some fresh chicken down there, these yeah, I mean, least. honestly, this thing, you know, it honestly, it, you know, thank you for your service. <laughs> some gave all and all gave some, Mr. Chicken. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to die, I hope you died being part of a Taco Time crisp chicken burrito. Yeah, the, best, the best item on the menus. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I, my favorite thing about this is I, when well, you were like, I'm going to break it down here, y'all, right? I thought you were going to be like, I had a health scare. I've really <laughs> changed my perspective or whatever. No, the story no, was no. that a chicken peered into your soul. Yes. If you, but listen, <laughs> if you saw the way this chicken looked at me, like you would understand what I'm talking wow. about. Someday, someday you'll have an animal stare into your soul and you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't know what, what your journey that will moment. be, but it's going to happen when, to all of us. When your child's okay, eyes first point. open, a chicken peers into your soul. Yeah, I saw that too, and it was that's overrated. <laughs> I'm telling you, this chicken made an impression on me. Well, another pot product that Taco Time is testing out that chickens will endorse because uh, <sighs> it, it, it does not involve, involve them whatsoever is churros. Uh, they they teased this on Instagram not too long ago in social media that uh, 
not every location has them, but check the app to see if your no- nearest location has them. They're doing them through their churro partner, Alberto's Churros, which is apparently in Edmonds. Uh, I had not heard of that previously. And uh, I was looking enough earlier this evening. My significant other brought mm. me some churros. I actually have extras, Randy, if you want to come try a churro at some point. But uh, 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 a delicious addition to the the Taco Time dessert menu, which has been strictly crustos for a long period of time. Well, I'm hoping what a name they they had some churros there when I was there last time. Uh, they were but they were just like some frozen fucking shit churros. So I'm wondering, uh, are these churros in caramel sauce? Is that right? Yes, yes. Okay. The caramel sauce comes in a, it comes with it. Yeah. So this is like an elevated taco time churro. Then I would say so. Yeah. Hopefully not frozen. I had to put these sunglasses on to make sure I never look into an animal's <laughs> eyes again because yeah, no, I won't be able to live without a crisp chicken burrito. It's like it's like bird box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm Sandy. Sandy uh, B. Um, so, but can we also, I have to say like when you, I'd forgotten the word crusty. <laughs> how, how? What it just, cause I grew up in the era where like being crusty was bad. Like that was a, mm-hmm. like at Daniel Bagley elementary school, if you called someone crusty, it was like a roast. Oh, yeah. uh, nobody's as old as me on this, on this show. But like, we would do a thing where we would stroke our chin. Like that was like, we would say, Ooh, that was a cap or that was a burn. And then you would stroke your chin like a wise old man. <laughs> Side note, we were in third grade, but like. Just the term crust was never good in my youth, and I always thought it was hilarious that that's what they were calling the one dessert they offered was crustos. Uh, it dates what, back to an even older era, certainly. What is your review of the churros, though? I tried to get them today, and they didn't have them at the Fairwood Taco time. I was devastated, crestfallen. They were quite good. Were they warm still? Uh, mine had been purchased many hours earlier, so it was. I had to reheat it in the microwave to get it warm. When microwave. you get them fresh. I don't. I don't own an air fryer. Chris is a purist. I didn't follow up on the frozen crisp burritos, so I did the extreme lazy man thing. Of there was a day where I was going to eat something for lunch, and it turned out it was expired. And I was like, "What do I have around here?" And I have frozen crisp burritos still from our taste test in my freezer. And I did not. I did not have the patience to cook them in the oven. I was like, "I'm going to see how they come out in the microwave." And I would say the beef burrito held up just fine in the microwave. The the pinto bean not so much. It definitely uh, should not be microwaved. In my my expert recommendation, not enough reverse <laughs> air pressure. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. definitely not. Look, the last topic we want to talk. You you talked about your other in and out or other taco time uh, experience. What? I, I don't know why that <laughs> popped into my head. <laughs> I was thinking about in and out too. It's okay. <laughs> Always. But now you're you're pretty close to Taco Time International territory down south of oh, the no. border mm-hmm. in Oregon. Yeah. Like, what is your experience yeah. in terms of you know that that crossover? That doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> yes, right anybody, answer. Anybody see West? Anybody see Westworld? <laughs> like, come on, that doesn't look like anything to me. Like, I why on earth? Would I would I darken the door of some off-brand taco time? I will tell you this. I, I don't want to overstate it, but let's just say there was a a moment of tension in my relationship with my girlfriend who not just because she went to the University of Oregon oh. and I went to the University of Washington. Oh. And let's just say it's been a it's been complicated in a couple of weeks. <laughs> but she she's not a person who um eats a lot of fast food and uh, certainly isn't the kind of person who forms these deep lifelong bonds with a restaurant like 
Taco Time. And she was like, yeah, when I lived in Eugene, my roommate worked at a Taco Time. Uh, I think it's probably the same. And I was like, well, it's really actually not. And she was like, no, I think it probably was. What did they have? I was like, well, and I just like started listing menu. And she goes, yeah, she used to bring those home, you know, after her shift. And I was like, like the, cl- I try to not be, I try to not be mansplainy because that's not a good look on anyone. <laughs> yeah. But I was, it was the, cl- I danced right up. I danced right up to the edge of, of that, of that abyss by just being like, you don't get it. <laughs> Yeah. Should have just pointed to the podcast to see that. I, uh, yeah, I would have mansplained the fuck out of it. <laughs> I would have only picked items that are only at TTI. Yeah. Oh, see. I would have been like, That's next oh level. yeah, I yeah, of course, yeah. I, a one, a one burrito, the big one burrito, burrito? The and then she'd be like, oh yeah, they brought that home every day, and then you'd be like, psych, they don't have yeah. that at the real taco time. <laughs> yes, That's very smart, I, Randy. I, <laughs> I did say that when we're in Eugene, we need to go to this place. But then I, it's sort of, I, I, I don't know if they had a website. Somehow I divined that this was, in fact, a Taco Time International. And then I was like, I don't even want to waste a half hour of my no. life being right. And by the way, the only thing that makes me happy is being right. And that's how mm-hmm. little I want to go to a yeah. Taco Time International. I mean, there. That is the true interview test to be a host of this podcast. Listen, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. There is a part of me that's kind of curious because Eugene was the original Taco Time location oh. for the joint chain. Have, have I already there... complained about this? It's from Eugene, of all things. In in what state, Tristan? In Oregon. That the worst. This is the the first that I'm hearing about I this. Am... I, I, in fact, I, I would like to say that I'm shocked, but it all makes so much sense. <laughs> Do we know for a fact that the the taco time in Eugene is one of the TTIs? Is is it possible she was There's right? No, it's not. If it's in Oregon, we all got so mad about that question. If it's not in Washington, I've done that before. It's it's not. Okay, you know, it's a TTI or Wenatchee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, the the Wenatchee. How about the one in Moses Lake? Why is a vowel sun sometimes of taco times? <laughs> Moses uh, Lake is a no. That's that's TTI country. Wenatchee well, is as far no, as that's TTI uh, country. No, there was a no. Moses Lake location, it but it closed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't you know your okay? Because that was I went to the Moses Lake one with my dad to put the signs uh-huh. up, and we stayed at Jim Tonkin's house and went fishing <laughs> on Moses Lake in Jim Tonkin's boat. Your dad wasn't paid, but he got to stay there. <laughs> no, yeah. but I we got a free fishing trip <laughs> yeah. on Moses Lake out of it. <laughs> they let you Why were we broke? My dad was trading everything <laughs> for magic <Yeah>. beans. <laughs> that was previously the easternmost taco time, right? Or was it Wenatchee? Correct, and then okay. it, then it became yeah. East Wenatchee. Yeah, East Wenatchee, important. <laughs> Yo, this TTI shit with this fucking pizza they're selling at Costco, though. Mm. Like, people keep hitting me up about it. Yeah, Luke, do you know I'm about like, this? It's a different taco time. They no. are selling a TTI taco pizza at Costco's within TTNW turf. And so the good people are going out to Costco, loving Costco. Right. Thinking that, you know, the fine people at Costco know exactly what they're buying and know what they're doing, which generally I'd like to say that. But in this case, the fine buyers of Costco are are being deceived. The devil is at work. I'm looking at this right now. You know what I've heard is that the Taco Time pizza from Costco is actually made by Grey Goose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just put uh, exactly. uh, Costco <laughs> yeah. Taco Time label on yeah, it. Kirkland brand pizza. Yeah. Let's go. That's a, this is I mean, honestly, like I don't. 
I don't usually believe in taking up arms against my fellow citizens. You know, I'm not a big, well-regulated militia type of dude, but this might honestly warrant some sort of like i need a congressional know, hearing uh, stat on this like well this yeah is i mean they should be grassy they should be, this is my january yeah. 7th they <laughs> i'm not joking they should be doing something legal about this because a lot of people are gonna think it's from ttnw and they'll be like this tastes like yeah. shit like why would yeah i would you know? i would be in court over some like defamation if i was ttnw like you're on my turf yeah. muddying my name get out of here Absolutely. This is neither good, good, nor fresh, fresh. <laughs> we are not talking about the very best here, my friends. Not right. at all. It was sitting in my freezer when I had that, the uh, crisp burritos in the microwave, <laughs> and that was not a consideration to uh, do the other one. <laughs> but you bought it because you're curious. Well, we did a taste test. We oh, did I a, see. I thought you just wanted to get a little strange. Science, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. we did uh, not 100%, enjoy any would, of it. <laughs> never. I would never eat it again. Ever. It wasn't that bad, but it was not no. taco time. I mean, it tastes like Totino's to me, and I fucking love Totino's. Right, right. Like dollar pizzas. So I would eat a million of them, you know, just being high <laughs> at home, you know. But uh, <laughs> it, it just, they shouldn't be allowed to be sold in the areas where they have TTNW. Just, it or seems kind of fucked up. They need a disclaimer. Up. If we could do it on packs of cigarettes, we can do it on TTI pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, did you notice on the Surgeon <laughs> General's warning? Yes, On the Taco uh, Taco Times Instagram recently, they were they showed a bottle of the hot sauce, you know, and they kind of ha- made some notes about the branding on it. So people must be asking them too, like, is this pizza like from you guys? Makes so much sense. that they're they're having to go on Instagram and be like, this is if you see anything out there. Our branding is going to look like this. If it doesn't, then it's not us. Because this, this, the saguaro is slightly different on Taco Time International, right? It's a little bit more, I don't know, 90s yeah, or there's something. a little sunburst on it. But I think to Chris's point, there should be some sort of Crime Stoppers hotline you should call if you encounter this in Western Washington or Wenatchee. I mean, they should put all these pizzas on sale right now, and I'll buy a bunch of them to make sure that nobody <laughs> else... <laughs> buys them <laughs> alright was well, it time to discuss the uh, culmination of Randy's quest to visit every taco time northwest we still don't have a day but we're moving closer towards one yes hopefully sometime in January we will convene in person at the Rainier taco time the one where Luke you know had picked up his uh, mm-hmm. his uh, soft beef uh for a, a, for some extremely heterosexual of, of the burritos, the um, yeah, I've been through the drive-through many many times. I tried to go to, with some coworkers in January of 2020 to go visit it because it's like it's right here, it's Rainier. Like I've been to it, I just need to check it off the list. And they were under construction in January of 2020, and then the world ended. So uh, yes, <laughs> we will go, we will assemble, we will have taco time. I've had an peculiar number of people reach out to me asking to be there to be invited um so there i think there's going to be some kind of get together i don't know uh and (laughs) and it'll be great and we'll uh we'll talk taco time at that time should should there be a plaque on the table at this (laughs) taco time 
for Papa Randy. If you have to pay a hundred dollars to do it, I'm willing to do it. His favorite place to get coffee. (laughs) His favorite place to get ranch dressing. (laughs) I think we also need to talk about Randy's moment in the sun, though. Right. Oh, that's right. We have not recorded since the eater first person story from Randy recounting his quest. First person as told to. That is like Jerry Seinfeld, New York is back. Level stuff that you were doing. <laughs> I was so he yeah Harry shouts to to Harry with Eater Seattle reached out to me. It was like the week after um, I was home on paternity leave, and I was like, "Listen, I can't just dump off the newborn with uh, my husband and say you take care of him. I'm going to go talk to some writer about Taco Time for a few hours." So um, the the right when I went back to work, we got together. We met up for coffee. He pulled out his little recorder. We talked taco time. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and it was it was pretty. You know, he, they posted it. I had a few people text me, and then Eater like they did a, a collab post with Eater like National and their one point four million uh, followers on Instagram. And then this is when I've got people that I like went to college with who I forgot existed were sending me DMs of like were like tagging me in their stories and be like, I was in math 142 with this guy. And I was like, okay, this is getting <laughs> thing, you guys. Like, um, there's also a, I have another um, uh, thing. I've been contacted by another outlet and I'm wow. getting together with them on Monday uh, to record. And apparently they record in a van. Um, oh, if So if I don't show up, do they have candy in I that van? So. They said it's yeah. a, at least a Chris burrito. They said it's a white van. We're going to meet at the. Yeah. Um, it's called the uh, We Lost a Kitten podcast. <laughs> yeah. We need some help. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to um, uh, th- there will be another appearance talking about the quest on another uh, fine local podcast that operates out of a white van. Um, so more to come on that uh, soon as well. Will you bring bring somebody with you, Randy? To be safe, I know I, you know I should bring a I should bring a friend. <laughs> um, they seem uh, KUOW seems legit, but I sh- I'll bring a friend. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was like a test. They were like, yeah, and it's a white van with a UW logo on it, and I was like, oh, that's fine. If it was an Oregon logo, you know, oh, no, but like I, I can get down with that. <laughs> with a big wand burrito. You know that the 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 vehicle that the KUOW used to have it was called the Unit back when I worked there in college. And it was um like a dot like a an Omni. Do you guys remember what that car that was an Omni was? I Dodge, think it was like Dodge, Dodge made it or Omni, something. Yep. It was a very kind of like I don't know, weird, like almost like a um hexagon of a car. Mm-hmm. And they had one that said like official state of Washington, like the seal was on both <laughs> doors and you were only supposed to use it if you were like going to cover a story. But I my car, I had a Hyundai Excel that died on me and I had no wheels and I had to go to Lakewood to try to like buy this other cheap car. And the only way I could get there to sign the paperwork was to misappropriate the KUOW unit <laughs> and drive it down to this. The, the, the used car lot in Lakewood was wild. It was a trailer. This is all true. It was like something out of Pulp Fiction. It was a trailer and I'm just parking the KUOW rig there going in. Can I please buy this Honda? So um, I see they've upgraded to a minivan now. That's pretty nice. Yeah, they've come up. They've really come up in the world. 
First off, I hope the statute of limitations has passed for that crime against the state of Washington. <laughs> I get the Dodge Omni. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize, I didn't even think about that, Kevin, that it's statewide. I thought I was just in trouble with the station, but no, you're right. This actually goes all the way to Jay Inslee. Oh, shit. Straight to the top. The Dodge Omni <laughs> was uh, created before angles had, uh, rounded angles had been invented. Yes. Really had, <laughs> We're still working really on that. Sharp ones. Yeah. So, well, we got to a lot on this one. Dodge Omni. We have to call out the uh, Rainer Tallboy for scale. Randy, including oh, yeah. that yeah. in, in your first person Beautiful. story, having the Rainer Tallboy for scale being immortalized in Seattle Eater, apparently on the National Eater account, this is a huge moment. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, could, it, it works because it works. Okay, I couldn't leave it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say in AA. It works if you work it. That's what you say at the end of the meeting. So that feels like a fitting wrap up to this whole situation we got to a lot here working at dicks the dodge omni so much and luke i hope this was everything yeah. that you dreamed it was going to be and more much like my side of ranch ordering i've actually had too much of the talk and taco time podcast and i will be putting you in my refrigerator uh to savor over the next few months so thanks for okay having wait me. quick question for you guys with the ranch is that you could have the option of getting <laughs> the wrapped it up so perfectly <laughs> and you're like but wait wait wait, 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 wait talk a little more taco time <laughs> yeah. well always getting extra but i always keep get the small cups and never the large cu cup of ranch does anyone get the large option for the, I cup get of the ranch? small one i don't know why not in this economy <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thanks so much. Small Luke, ranch. And thank you for listening. <laughs> thanks. Uh, that was talking taco time. It was great.